Live from the Icebox Studio in Montgomeryville, Pennsylvania, it's the Bill and Corey Show! I'm Bill. And I'm Corey. Hey, welcome back to another great episode of Bill and Corey Show. we got some big things to show this week, uh, so we're looking, looking forward to this. Hopefully we get through all the questions we want to get through. There's a few of them, yeah. There's, yeah. A good, there's so good this ones this our, week. That's uh, a good one. Our, your weekly dose of tech support improv. Yeah. <laughs> okay. First question, I don't really have any questions. So, uh, question was brought up about leak checking uh, semiconductor grade panels. Uh, it's an inboard helium uh, leak test. Mm. And well, I actually. Uh, you got it or you want me to well, hold it? Well, yeah, I'll show the panel first and then we're going to uh, wheel something else on here. So, this is actually, I better not drop it because it's. Yeah, getting, don't hurt it. It's for customers. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting installed in the cabinet and it's going to get shipped out uh, next week, so we can't use it for next week's show. Just look how shiny it is. It, it's, it is it's great. beautiful. Uh, you got to make sure you don't get the real bad glare on there. But yeah, we put these in, you put these suckers in cabinets and they look great. Mm -hmm. They really do. So, this is our semiconductor grade panel. It's got uh, welded, it's, uh, it's micro weld T's in here. You got VCR fittings. Uh, I can't really point to them because I'm holding it up. You got these really cool valves that indicate open and close. Oh, that's which is kind of, yes. which is kind of neat. Red and and green. actually, foreshad a little foreshadowing. Uh, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> another question coming up too. Uh, yeah, so these are really high semiconductor grade, high integrity panels, and we do a inboard helium leak test on these on these babies, uh, and it's it's really. Uh, Great leak test. So Corey's going to wheel out yeah. uh, what we use here. It's going to take up the whole camera. It's a hog. This is our little, uh, look at that big guy. That's our uh, Vico uh, leak detector. It's really kind of cool. It's got, uh, you got to be uh, one of our highly trained technicians to run these things. You don't want to let me run it. I'll probably break it. Um, this uh, pulls a really deep vacuum on the panel, and then you'll uh, we'll show in a little bit. You'll spray helium over the joints. I'll show you how we do that. This isn't um, to be used to like clean a carpet, though. Not no, that kind of. No, it's not for a carpet. Okay. This right. is for semiconductor grade okay. panels. Really sophisticated. We we actually have to get this thing uh, calibrated. We have a guy come in and calibrate these things. You want to wheel it back out? And yeah. Show what we're going to do here. Okay, so. This isn't hook up the helium, so don't do this at home. <laughs> but they would, uh, you'd set, set this up, uh, you'd set that VCO up, and you pull a vacuum on the panel, and then um, you wouldn't hold it, you'd have it laying down. So you'd, you'd pull a vacuum on the panel, and then you'd uh, spray some helium, and the detector would detect if it, if it finds a leak. So you go, yeah. you so check it sucks all the, the helium into the line. Yeah, so it's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's incredible. So helium because it's small. It's small. Uh, Hydrogen's smaller. Why don't we use hydrogen? Well, we don't, <laughs> that's not so safe. Uh, the Hindenburg. So yeah, so it sprayed over the like the welded joints and anything that could possibly have leaks in it, and you just go over it, and um, it tells you if you got a leak and stuff. So the question was, if there was a huge panel, I couldn't bring it on here because it was too big, and it would take up the whole bigger than a table. Lots of valves, lots of things going on, and you pull a vacuum on it, and it's you're not getting the vacuum down where it's supposed to be. So, what in that kind of case, you'd have to um, you have to isolate sections of the panel because not everything can take a vacuum. Oh, you wanna, you on wanna the panel. hold this up? Yeah, here? yeah, yeah. A little bit easier here. Yeah, so you pull the vacuum here, and then you would uh, like close off the valves. So you close off that valve first, check to make sure this is good. 
and then you'd kind of work your way through the panel. Uh, yeah, we can put that back down. Yep. So you work your way through the panel. Uh, you know, start for the shortest section first, and then work your way through to see if it passes leak tests, and then you'll. You now, this specific problem was there some there was a there was an item on the. Yeah, yeah. In, in this one, there was a, a ultra high integrity pressure transducer, mm. but doing a little research, find out that that can't handle the. It does not have the leak check spec. It's got a really good leak check spec, but it it's, wouldn't be able to handle our leak check spec on that. So we had to isolate that in the panel. Which, so it's a good point for leak checking is that when you do an inboard leak check, there's some things, like some pressure regulators, something like this one, guy. Of, one of these babies, general purpose, <laughs> that has a, a rubber diaphragm. <laughs> helium's going right through that guy. You're not even going to be able to pull a vacuum on it. So you can't, you could try to do an inboard on this thing. It ain't going to pass. No. So and, and there's uh, piston regulators. You're not you're not gonna have them be able to pass on that either because they got an O-ring seal. Um, but there's other leak checking things, and it, it, they're still high. We do high integrity leak tests, uh, but they won't pass this kind of leak test. But they'll be uh, uh, good, now, good for you. I just want to quick ask the question. I think everybody's thinking now. Can you use the normal stainless steel appliance stuff to keep this thing nice and shiny and clean, or do you have to get a special? Is there? Oh, I don't, you don't need to clean it. It's always going to be, just don't put your fingerprint. Yeah, well, on if it. you get finger, we got to get our anti-fingerprint panels. Oh, like no, they do no, for, for stainless that. steel oh, fridges. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so we kind of, yeah, we kind of beat that one to death. Okay. Oh, here we go. Oh, this one. This is a good question. Yes. Here. And this is back. This guy. Here. I have a customer that... Uh, I have guided to the Matheson regulator part number SEQ 18L580 right there. There it is. Uh, they were looking at purchasing many of these, but had a question. On I think it was over 100 as well. Uh, yeah, it was many. Mm. It was huge batch of them. But I had a question on how failure would work on these regulators. It's really, failure doesn't work, but that's just well, well, that's, well, yes. that's their wording. And it's the same for pretty much can every you, regulator. Can you help explain what that would look like? And we sent them, we have a, a statement. A state, yep. Uh, it talks about pen, regulator failure. Penned by the very famous Bill Staples yeah, right next to me. It's a, it's a, it's yeah. a great read. Yeah, it's a, yeah, so we went, because we've had a lot of questions in the past about this, about mm -hmm. uh, regulator failure. So, and there's different, different ways they can fail, so I kind of... Yeah, I mean, I mean, and the most common failure, and this is by far the one I get questions about the most, like, is creep. And I don't mean the song by Radiohead. It's, um, it's, it's when a particulate typically gets in between the diaphragm and... No, between the... the, the no, the valve the, and the seat. The valve and the seat, I'm sorry. Yeah. So even I have to look it up every once in a while. The yeah. valve and the seat. Yeah. And that particulate will allow gas to creep through it. And so you'll the other way. Oh yeah, sorry. I'm used to looking at it in this way. Allows <laughs> it to creep through it, and then it'll slowly. You'll see the the outlet, the, the delivery pressure, the pressure delivery pressure will go slowly up. go up. In fact, I just had a switchover question from somebody where that was happening. Like they're like, we we use it, we hook it up, it works fine for a little bit, and all of a sudden the safety valve goes well, off. It's an old switchover. That was an old. Yeah. I'm just saying. But yeah, so. Uh, yes, so creep, and there's many things that can cause, cause creep. Now, we talked about particulates. particulates. That's, the, that's the most obvious, yeah. uh, common and one. And then corrosion, if you have a gas that. Yeah, so you get 
Corro corrosive byproducts. Yes. So if you have corrosion, corrosive gases, you're, it's a big concern. Now this one was interesting to me as well. The density of a gas. So, density so of gas. Big old, big old molecule. Atoms, but Atoms. molecules depends on what you got. I guess so. so. Something like uh, hydrogen and helium mm -hmm. might be able to sneak by a little mm -hmm. bit again across your seal. Yes, as we were just talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like your leak checking. Mm -hmm. You got a high integrity leak check. You're using the small. Small gases, the small light gases. The small atoms. Yeah, so if you're doing argon, less likely sulfur hexafluoride, you ain't gonna creep. And, uh, then, and then low differential pressure. So one of the things, if, if, you have, if you're trying to regulate a gas from, say, uh, 100 to 95 PSIG. <laughs> yeah, well, part, part of the way that the valve closes is by differential pressure. pressure. So the differential pressure is 5 PSI. So you're not gonna have as much, much. of a... Uh, Closing factor. Mm -hmm. It's not going to smash in there as well as. Yeah, I mean, di diaphragm valves, that's how they use it to close really well, is yeah. they, they use the pressure from the gas as well to help close it. And there are a few other ones. A seal leak is when the gas leaks out of the seal and into the diaphragm. Yeah, that's like if the, the bonnet was loosened. Or um, the bonnet, yes. Yeah. So they leak. Yeah, the bonnet was loosened. There's a bonnet vent. This is when we get into yeah. our bonnet vent holes and why we have them. So if it leaks yeah. through there, the bonnet is not rated for pressure. So if it wasn't allowed to pass through, that would cause problems. Yeah, we have a bonnet vent hole. Bonnet vent hole. So yep. And, right there. Uh, and then, but and then there's diaphragm failure as well. This one, these one, the the ones that we're coming up on next are very very rare and and hardly ever happen. But the diaphragms are flexible, and for some reason, it's, they could fail. It could fail. It could bend in a way that flexes it in a, yeah. in a bad way, and it could cause the diaphragm to become disformed a little bit, and then that'll that'll cause a failure yeah. as well. Um, well, I, that would be that might happen for one that you've had for a really long time. Yes. Or in this case, you got a rubber diaphragm; it could get brittle. Well, a diaphragm is typically ten thousand cycles. That means. I go through that number that was right. Yeah. Oh. Oh, 10,000 10, cycles. Oh, 10,000 cycles. They have to be tested to 10,000 cycles yeah. for CGA so when it's, E4. Yeah, pressurized and relaxed. So, yeah, yes, they are <laughs> tested for that. That was 100,000, so it's 10,000. That's why we have paper. That's why we have paper. We, we can't yeah. remember everything. We're good. We're not that yeah, And then the last... And a total seat failure. Um, this could happen. I, mean, I guess a rubber diaphragm. If we, well, no, that's the, that's sorry, the seat. The seat. The, the I, keep, seat. I keep screwing so up this diaphragm. What could happen is, most, it could happen probably most likely with a saline-type regulator where you get flashback. Mm. So you get uh, a flame that propagates back. You could have that with acetylene. Uh, and then it would melt mm -hmm. the, the seat. And that's why we recommend it, flashback arresters with acetylene. Yeah. 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 So yeah, or if you have a regular, or regular, a different regulator, <laughs> a regular rate, you have a different regulator, and for whatever reason, there's something that happens, and your and your seat disintegrates. Yeah. Um, but it's almost almost unheard of. But yeah, it, but it's it's one of those things that happen, and you have to account for it when doing a yeah. failure analysis. Okay. Another question for Corey. Uh, yes. Thank you for getting back. Oh, I love this question. It's cool. Thank you for getting back to me so quickly. Here's a picture of the damaged valve. You want to pop the first picture up there? There you go. I'm assuming it might have been uh, what you said with the operator, thinking it was closed when it was actually fully opened at first. This valve has been in this state possibly for several years before I came upon it. 
I can't say <laughs> for sure exactly how it was damaged. What I, <laughs> what I can see now is that knob has come off. I don't know where it is. And I think the last user <laughs> might have tried using pliers. I keep turning it instead of uh, because the remaining part of the valve is pretty damaged and threaded. So, I can't seem to get it turned either way, which way now. So you can see this kind of... This is actually a common problem where, and, and it's understandable a little bit. But, oh, I mean, I'm not got common. Well, but. actually, you want to put up the next next photo? And this is a little uh, closer one. You can see straight on that, 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 that the that, valve stem's kind of damaged. Yeah, right? it's... So you want to pop off the floor. Come an oval instead camera. of a hole okay, right there. So, we're so here we go. And, and sometimes, I mean, I get calls about this every once in a while where you got the valve closed, you open it, and, you, and people don't can't tell. That's why I was saying foreshadowing because those valves tell you when you're open or closed. These ones don't really say if you're open or closed, not like a quarter turn valve or anything. So people won't realize it's open and they'll go, uh, uh, they'll keep stressing it out. And they're like, I can't get the valve open. That's because it's already open. That's why you back off. Oh, a and that's, yeah, I'm just going to say that. So when you back open a valve, off. you back it off a little bit or else it could get stuck yeah, there. Yeah, so when you turn it, and when you, when you operate valves, always even at home, take your time. Even at it. home. Yeah, don't just like. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, just just be nice to it. There you yeah, know, you're nice doing a lot of things. So, yeah, that's why you back it off a little bit. So when you turn it, you go, oops, wrong way. Wrong way. Yes. And so this one, you, got, you know, you can replace it. Take the handle off, take the sticker off. It exposes the screw. Take the screw out. Pop off the cap and then here it is this one did that though that? there he did that though i'm saying if you didn't get that and notice how this hole is still circular as opposed to oval like the one in there and this is uh, nice smooth metal and then you have this one that has oh yeah actually i could show you could and you can actually take that piece off as well yeah, so one thing if you bust a handle it's yeah that's simple by the handle and we have a little kit it's got the screw oh it is a, a phillips head and a sticker because that's important. Well, no, you want to know which way to open and close it. Yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> Righty, tighty, lefty, loosey. And then, yes, if it's really damaged, up, like the one in the you picture, have to use a, you have to use a wrench. This is pre-loosened. Now Bill's just that strong. Yeah, he doesn't like to brag about it. <laughs> you can buy a little kit here, and it's got the uh, it's got the valve hand. It's just like the valve handle, but it's also got the stem. It's got a bunch of diaphragms. Um, yeah, and it's kind of... And, and actually, I've done this out. with a water valve in my home that was dripping. Oh, just swap out? Oh, swapped out seats. Ooh, that's bad. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, swapped out, you know, yeah. the innards, put new and soft then, goods and in there, and, and no longer having to hear that drip, drip of the faucet at night that drives you nuts. And, Corey, where can you find both of these? Oh, store.mathisinthegas.com. It's under valves. It's yeah. kind of at the bottom. Probably should put we don't have a knob section. No, we oh. don't have a knob. No, we don't. Maybe we should. I don't uh -huh. know. I mean, it's the accessories, you know, yeah. valve accessories. And yeah. So that's uh. That's all the time I maybe have. Yeah, we kind of run out of time. I don't. We'll skip the last question. We're going to cover that uh, last question. We're going to do, do a uh, leftovers. Leftovers with Bill and Corey. We're going to. It's going to be podcast format. We'll probably do it tomorrow morning, uh, like our little coffee break. And then we'll uh, we'll upload or tea. Too. We can still do tea. We don't. We yeah, don't. Well, it's called a coffee. Nobody calls it a tea break. Well, we could pretend Not to be. In this country. So okay. So <laughs> ever since that tune, party. <laughs> tune in again next week for another edition of the Bill and Corey Show. Set your VCRs. <laughs>